Hello, everybody. Welcome to Overtime. I'm Dan Cedarholm, your host. This is Dribble's official podcast. Today, it's episode 12 with Linda Eliason. And Linda has worked with Dropbox, MailChimp, Squarespace, and most recently, Wano. And uh, today, we have a fun chat about uh, a variety of different things, including Icelandic folklore and puppets. No joke. Um, it's really fun, and uh, we had a great time, so thanks to Linda for being on. Today's episode is brought to you by SiteGround, and SiteGround offers web hosting crafted uh, specifically for the creative community. And what's cool is they believe in keeping the web open and independent and give you more freedom to get crafty with your design, own your website content, and move freely between platforms, which is all really, really good stuff. Um, whether you're using a custom solution or a popular open source software like WordPress, SiteGround has plenty of hosting options that your website can grow into. And get this, Dribble members get 50% off, 50% off at SiteGround.com slash Dribble. Again, that's SiteGround.com slash D-R-I-B-B-B-L-E. So big, big thank you to SiteGround for sponsoring this episode. Please be sure to rate and or review us on iTunes. We'd really appreciate that. And now let's move on to our chat with Linda Eliasson. Okay, welcome to Overtime, Linda Eliasson. Hi, thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we met a couple times way back when and uh, always been a fan Aww. of what you're doing and... Uh, and your presentations and and all that stuff. So it's really great to have you on here. Yeah, uh, I'm psyched. Excellent. And um, where are you? Where are you calling in from here? Um, I am currently in New York. Wow, New York. Yep. And that's like a new. Is that a new thing? A new it's it's a it's a new uh, chapter in my life. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we caught you at a good time. <clears throat> you did. Transitions are always fun. Um, they are. Yeah. Everything is up in the air right now. I just moved here from San Francisco uh, almost exactly two weeks ago. So Wow. Oh, super new then. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Welcome to the other coast or yeah. back to the other coast. <laughs> the best coast. It is a good coast. I I, mean, I miss. No, not, not the best coast. I don't know. They're both good coasts. <laughs> I missed weather, you know. Yeah. Yeah. San I Fran- love weather. I mean, I said that, like, because I was in San Francisco for three years, and um, I would lose track of what season it was, um, because it's, you know, it's always around 65 degrees or something there. Um, And so, when I would, like, go home to my parents in Atlanta, um, or come back to New York, I would have to, like, actually think really hard about what temperature it would be, like... (laughs) like it's the middle of july and i'm thinking like wait is it cold times or is it hot times (laughs) oh yeah well that would like that would like help you uh sort of know what part of the season part of the year it is yeah like yeah exactly and then i would i would totally do that if i was yeah so you lose track um of of what's going on and like yeah months just kind of slip by so i find i find like uh, I don't know what I'd talk to people about because here, like in New England, like that's all we talk about is the weather. Oh yeah, yeah. it's 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 what uh, it's what uh, merges people together and and yeah. you're like you're like forming an alliance against the elements every day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're like we're allied against 
um, science. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. So welcome. Okay. Welcome back to New York or back to New York. Wait. Yeah. Back to you? New York. I used yeah, to back live to New York. here. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. Good. Welcome back to New York. And, um, you know, like I said, a big fan of your work and you've been doing all sorts of cool stuff over the years. Um, and I've got a couple, I got a couple shots lined up here that, that we chose beforehand just to sort of guide our conversation today. And, um, the first one is really fun. Uh, It's the title's happy, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's an an illustration you did for, um, and I always get this name wrong. I don't know how to, I should know should how to I pronounce just say this. It? Should I just say it? Yeah, yeah, you should say it. Because they are like the number one thing on Dribble right now. You should definitely know. I should definitely know, right? <laughs> it's just like the, the, this company is huge and uh, very influential. So anyway. All right, so to, for the record, for everyone yeah. who's listening, it is pronounced Weno. Weno. Yep, there you go. It's like, wow. so, it's like Bueno, but without the B. Oh, it's like Bueno without the B. See, that, they need to like, that should be the tagline or something. Because like, that would... That would <laughs> That would that would make more sense to me. Yeah, okay. like our 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 H one is bueno, our H two is it's bueno without the B, and then the H three is like, <laughs> oh, by the way, we're a digital design agency. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's done all this stuff and all these and all these great people here. Yeah. Uh, bueno, I, I want I kind of want to say like bueno, bueno, bueno. Like if I if I was one of those people that dipped into accents, um, yeah, it's a fun word to say. It is fun, actually. Yeah. So, so this was uh this was an illustration uh, while while you're working with Bueno. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I what I love about it is, well, there's a lot of things, but like the, the <laughs> colors and just like the the fact that everything's connected and and uh, it's just really fun. But I, I like I particularly like what you said in the comment about it. And it was like, you know, if it doesn't make a lot of sense to you, that's okay because sometimes life doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And I was <laughs> like, that's like. That's that's pretty pretty good stuff. You know, I mean Thank you. I could say that about a lot of things. Yeah. I think if people had that attitude about things more, I think we'd be we'd be in a better place. Because it you know, it's like we're we're making pictures. Sometimes we're making pictures to make yeah. pictures. And sometimes we're solving problems or whatever. But anyway, I was wondering if you could tell us about the origin of this one and yeah. how it came to be. Oh, this one was fun because um we <laughs> we needed to make a holiday card at Wayno, and I had like a whole wish list of illustrators that I wanted to work with for this. So, like, just to preface this, for the last year I was uh, at Wayno as an art director, um, which means like working with other companies to help them establish their brands or their visual identity in whatever capacity they need help with. And I was also working on the Wayno brand itself. And I uh, hired a lot of people to make us art that like felt kind of like bueno to us. So I saw the Christmas card as an opportunity to do to do more of that. And I had all these like illustrators that um, I'd been really wanting to work with. And um, so Hallie, uh, who's the creative or the he's like the design director of bueno, um, he's from Iceland, and wow, cool. he he had this idea of. Um, creating an illustration or an illustrated card or something about this Christmas cat. Um, (laughs) So apparently there's like in Icelandic folklore, there's this like Christmas cat thing. And I'm actually going to Google it right now because I don't want (laughs) to completely butcher it. This is like a real thing. Christmas cat. Oh yeah. Christmas cat, Iceland. 
<laughs> I think that it, like uh, it's 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 basically oh it's called the Yule Cat. That's right. Yule Cat, of course, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, let's see what Wikipedia says. A huge and vicious cat said to lurk about the snowy countryside during Christmas and eat people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. What? Yeah. Uh, Heck. Right? So in Icelandic folklore, they have this cat uh, that walks around and eats you if you don't have new clothes on. It's like such a bizarre what? thing. It's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, I was like, all, I was all, oh, this is great up until you said eats people. And yeah. Like, what it, the It's heck? like a way to, to scare people into consumerism. That's incredible. That's inc- I've never heard of this before. This is yeah. incredible. So anyway. I did not, I, I did not plant this. <laughs> uh, I, I, we didn't plan that. I, I, I picked this because it's a beautiful illustration and there's a lot of like things to talk about that. I had no idea that would come out of this. <laughs> exactly. I'm actually really, really excited that it did. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, exactly. So he, wow. He wow. had the idea to frame it around the, the Yule cat. Um, and I, I was like, Oh my God. So I had this idea to make this like huge, uh, like foldable cat like that's like a, an accordion style card that when you open it you can see all the people in its belly that it's eaten and all this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it would be like it'd be like yeah merry christmas i guess uh would be the, the tagline <laughs> and so i i was really excited to to do that um and Oh boy. And I had like the perfect illustrator in mind, but we were a little bit behind on our schedule. And then we kind of had a few talks about it and we're like, maybe we should just do something a little bit more friendly. (laughs) 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 Um, But so, so we kind of like moved away from that idea of uh, a cat who eats humans. Uh, And then I just had an idea. I started just like drawing cats in my notebook and um, it was like, I just kind of wanted the card to be an actual physical container for um, these people and their cats and like things that are semi-related to the holidays, but yeah. just whatever. So, yeah. And so then uh, since none of the other illustrators were available, uh, Hallie was like, well, why don't you just do it? And I was like, well, okay. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm so glad that I asked about this <laughs> That was like the uh, long, the long way to get to that. I love it. But yeah, so in my notebook, I actually, what I literally did is I just filled up, I just doodled. I, I filled up an entire page with like basically exactly what you see in mm. the shot. And then I just like took it into the computer. And I've lately I've uh, been finding the Apple Pencil to be my new jam. I oh, excellent. love that thing. You, you, you like it. Yeah, that yeah. with the like Kyle brushes. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. forget about it. And I use the iPad, um, and I use this app, uh, AstroPad, that turns your iPad into, like, a, a screen that you can draw on, essentially. So it's, like, it's showing you what's on your computer screen in real time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like those Wacom things. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, like, it's connected to your desktop. Yeah. You're using the, the iPad as, like, the the, temp, the tablet. Okay, yep. cool. Exactly. And, but were you, did you trace this stuff? Because you said you drew it in your notebook. Um, yeah. Do you, do you trace it like on the iPad or? Yeah. So it's like a combination of, of those two things. So like if you look at the guy in the bottom left, his arm is like kind mm. of a perfect, cir- or, you know, it's like a perfect 
circle shape. Um, so with things like that, I, I get really anal and I end up like using actual shapes in illustrator and like just doing, adding like the brush effects to those. And there is like a subtle, subtle, subtle brush on, on these lines. Oh, cool. Just to make them more hand drawn. Yeah, exactly. And then, um, yeah, then for like most of it, I just like did it by hand because I, I like that organic feeling. I I feel like my work since I started out has always been super geometric and like everything is kind of based around math and right angles and 45 mm-hmm. degrees. And so lately I've been pushing myself to not do that because I, I'm like, it's getting kind of played out and you're seeing it like all over the web and like, how can we make things like free form, but still be somewhat decipherable? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I love it. I've been having the same sort of feeling in my, in my head. Like yeah. Everything's math and, and straight lines and things. Yeah. So like, this is this is organic. But at, at the same time, it's so, I don't know, because, because you've done the line work on the iPad, like that's consistent, right? So there's like a very consistent exactly. feel to it, even though it's it's hand handmade. Yeah, exactly. I love that. I love that. What was the, so you use the iPad. I'm curious because like, I have the pencil as well, and and I really dig it. But uh, in terms of, I haven't been able to like get it into the workflow. In terms of, you know, applications to use that make it easy to turn, you know, what I'm drawing into something I can use. Exactly, and that was like that was the hardest part for me. I think that for the yeah. last like couple of years, like from when I was at Dropbox, um, I have really struggled with that. Uh, it's it's such a a silly like nuanced thing but like yeah you have the ipad or whatever and you're drawing in it and you're like oh this looks kind of cool but this isn't like production ready work you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um yeah so i actually i went to our office in new york um and i was like working on a different project there for a different client and um but then in like my free time i was just like determined to figure this thing out because i'm like i want to be able to make production ready work like that's more freeform or by hand or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of just did a bunch of trial and error. I talked to a bunch of people like, um, Brandon land actually helped me a lot. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I asked him like what he's been using and I'm always like stalking Putnam and like <laughs> trying to get his <laughs> secrets. Um, but with Putnam, it's just like, well, you know, I'm just a wizard, and it just happened. Yeah, that um, basically. <laughs> by, by the way, stalking Putnam is a great like film title. Oh my god, <laughs> like, a, like a horror movie. I know, it'd be amazing. I'm sorry, um, I digress. So yeah, so I I found that for me personally, I, I do have this kind of like crazy backwards workflow that is like nine steps, and it's probably not the most efficient way to do things. But I, um, yeah. So what I actually do is I take a photo of what I've done or scanned, bring it into Illustrator, use the pencil tool when you hit uh, when you hit the letter N, brings mm. up that little pencil. Um, right. And then with the iPad tethered to uh, Illustrator via AstroPad, um, I trace my drawing in Illustrator. And Ooh, I kind of like nice. the pencil in Illustrator because it if you like adjust your settings, it, it does this thing where it's not copying exactly what you're drawing, like the way that it does in Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it'll kind of like fudge those little imperfect lines uh, that you draw for you. That's what I'm looking for. That's great. 
That's yeah. good. And so then from there, I take those vectors um, from Illustrator. So I take all of those lines, bring them into Photoshop as paths, and then I apply my like custom brush strokes to them in Photoshop. Mm. This is, man, this is like, <laughs> I, I appreciate you going this deep on the techniques. Uh, so, you know, some people might not want to share their secrets, but yeah. Is, hey, I don't really, really care. It's like, it's still hard. It's like, it's still <laughs> exactly right. Right. It's still like, it's like if somebody wants to go through my crazy weird process of, yeah, I do. Stuff, then, yeah. I'm, then I'm going, go I'm it. going to, after this, I'm going to try doing it. Um, cause I always, you know, like drawing, I'm not a very good drawer. Like I, I can, yeah. But cause, yeah. I, but then looking at this, it's like, you're an amazing drawer. Like, <laughs> but I, like if something can smooth out those, those, um, rough spots for me, like that's, that's really cool. Like I remember playing with, um, it's Adobe capture it's called. And it's actually a, an app for the iPad or the iPhone, but it used a camera. Like you could draw something on a page, take a, picture of it and actually turns it into vector oh kind of like live on, trace on the fly yeah exactly like live trace but like actually on your phone um and it, it works cool i mean it, it's not perfect yeah. but what it does do is it does what you're saying like it smooths out all those edges and then makes a vector of it nice. so it's almost like smooths it like probably to a extreme sense like you can't use it for a lot of things but yeah for some for some stuff it's pretty cool and it makes it look like you you're better at <laughs> better at drawing shapes than than you are at least, yeah, I, exactly. at least for, in my case but but that's really that's really fascinating so uh be, and like i said I, I think because you're using a mixture of like drawing it and then bring it into illustrator and then photoshop like the lines are just so so consistent and uh it just makes the whole thing cohesive and well, and uh yeah awesome. thank you oh my gosh it's yeah. so nice to like talk to somebody who can see that stuff because out, like I'm just the crazy person uh, in my apartment late at night, like <laughs> obsessing over something that probably doesn't that's, look any different to somebody else. No, that's the, that's the thing is it. I know a lot. I guess if you're not, you know, into this stuff, you you don't really know how much goes into it. Like someone would look at this and go, "Oh, she, she draw it and painted the colors, and that was it." Yeah, and then you know, and um, it, and it's funny. You know, I wonder if you have this thing. So when I work on an illustration like this. I'm looking back at it now and uh, I'm looking at like where the cat is uh, like licking her lips at the chicken and there's like a string of Christmas lights next to her. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remembered redrawing that strand of Christmas lights like seven or eight times. Oh. And, <laughs> but I remember exactly what was, what I was watching while <laughs> I was drawing that particular part. <laughs> and it was the um the Robin Williams uh robot movie. What's it called? Where he's a robot. Oh jeez. Oh, is it like Centennial Man or Oh Centen yeah, I think it is Centennial Man. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Oh my so gosh. I, I have a very vivid memory. When I look at that Christmas lights, I remember Robin Williams as this robot who's very kind and Oh, that, that yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, it's it's bicentennial man. Bicentennial actually. man. Yeah, and it, it it's a little freaky, like the way he looks in that movie. I yeah, remember. it's really funny. So, are these good memories then, or <laughs> bad memories? <laughs> They're great. I just think it's funny how like the work that we do uh, can retain other useless information like that. I think it makes sense. I mean, like like yeah. you said, you you were 
you were like obsessing about the string of lights and line probably that yeah that, that has to look smooth and natural right and and uh and that's like tragic i don't <laughs> think of the right, the right word to describe it's like <laughs> it's exactly. a, it was a moment that was like a big deal for you in your brain like you're yeah yeah exactly anyway. a moment of focus yeah yeah exactly i love that i love the turkey in it maybe he's the person's offering that as a don't eat me but eat the turkey yeah instead <laughs> kind of thing and then exactly. and then if, if i could pick one of the of the cats that um might be the yule cat mm-hmm as a Easter egg, if you did this, maybe the yellow one is standing on someone's head. Yeah, I think and he's so. kind of like the only one that's not super happy. Yeah, he's kind of like he, he's got something going on. He's yeah, yeah. He, he's like I eat people, <laughs> <laughs> but but these the all these people have new clothes on, so I'm going to leave them alone. Yeah, exactly. Look at their sweaters; they all got dope sweaters on. They they really do. This yeah. is man. I could look at this all. I have the attachment open, and I'm just kind of scrolling through the whole thing, and I'm just looking around for stuff. <laughs> There's also like, a, did you put a a word in here? I see an L, um, or maybe this isn't in, not intentional. Like L C. Oh, where do you see OS. that? I feel like a hidden word, like right under oh, the menorah, right under the menorah. Actually, maybe it's an L E. L E, yeah, L E. Linda Eliason. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Is that, that was true? Actually, yeah. So I actually, yes. um, I read nice. It's like, where's Waldo? Um, it is. I love it. I love so it. he's, he's referring to the ball of yarn that's holding up a menorah. Yes. And yeah, so I read you that string a couple times and it was actually unintentional um, where the, <laughs> the L came out and I was like, I was like, like and yeah, and I was kind of like, isn't that a little bit like douchey to put my to hide my own initials in this? And I was like, well, no. I am sitting here for hours on end drawing it. I might as well. I love that. <laughs> I think you should. I should. You should always do that. Uh, in fact, yeah. Um, I used to put a. Uh, this is vastly different, but I used to put a uh, like a signature in my CSS or markup. Oh yeah, uh, like yeah. a little, like like an ASCII beer at the end. Nice. Um, I forgot about that. I haven't done that in in a long time. But anyway, um, yeah, I think if you're putting this much effort into something, it's great. Plus, you you've you've hidden like Wino's letters in the in the exactly in there too. So I think it's it works. Yeah, I really liked that. Uh, like sometimes companies are like, it needs to be a card, and it says Happy Holidays, and it's. Right. It's pleasing to everyone from every denomination, and it has our right. logo, and you have to use the actual logo. I liked that I was able to just kind of like just spell yeah. it out and not have it be all about, you know, who we are, but more about like, hey, this is a season of hanging out and being with cats. Yeah, being happy with cats. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Nice work. Thank you. Super good. So here's a, I'm going to switch gears like totally, and I hope you don't mind us talking about this one. I have a, I have a personal love of puppets, and, um, <laughs> particularly Muppets. And I remember when, <laughs> I remember when you shared this on Dribble, and then actually seeing the, um, the video that you made that involved puppets. But I, I wanted to bring it up because it's like, it seems like a very different project, right, than what you're used to doing. Unless, unless <laughs> I missed a, a puppet part of your career or something, at some right? Point. But. But I wonder if you tell us about these uh, four-year puppets is the name of the shot. And um, it's about a recruiting video for Dropbox, I believe. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a recruiting video. Um, 
Oh man. And this story has like so many different beginnings and I'm trying to figure out which one to take. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I had worked at Dropbox for like a few months at this point and, um, I was working on the jobs page and it was kind of like a difficult project because the jobs page was, uh, before it was just like a a link bay. It was just like a ton of links to jobs and, Mm. um, there wasn't anything really super designed about it. Um, so we were trying to like figure out what that new world would have looked like. And, I don't know. Like, I, I think that we just kind of realized, like, we need to show what it's like to work here because nothing on the site had any like images of the company. Mm. It had like no images of the people who worked there. Right. Um. Like, there was like a, a yearbook style layout of like everyone who worked there. Yeah. But um, they're about to take that down. So it was just kind of like a, a fun time in problem solving where you're like, okay, well, we can just like show a bunch of sexy shots of the office. And we can put in words, you know, here's what it's like to work here. But I was like, we should probably make a video and um, just like let people see for themselves and let them like walk through the office on their own. Then we were talking to a lot of stakeholders in the company and figuring out like what actually needs to, what it actually needs to show. And so you're like, well, it needs to show lots of people. Um, And then I watched a bunch of other recruiting videos um, from like Facebook and Google and other companies like that. And like one of the biggest problems is showing um, like how diverse your staff is and people from every like background and like people of every age. And because mm, yeah. um, you want it to like look like, no, really, whoever you are, if you're super talented and excited about what you're doing, we want you here. But yeah. it sucks if you're like one of those people and you look at one of these videos and you don't see somebody that resembles who you are. You're mm. like, well, this isn't a place for me probably. Wow. Right. Um, so I wanted to solve that problem and uh, the age problem and the ethnicity problem. And and I, I just, I don't know. I was out having a drink with a buddy of mine who worked at Dropbox, this guy named Cody. And uh, we were like, what if we just did the whole thing with puppets? And <laughs> <laughs> and it was one of those like uh, like half drunk ideas that you're like, we'll come back to it in the morning. And like, if tomorrow morning at work, we still feel like this is a good idea, then Then we'll we'll go go forward with it. (laughs) Right. right. Um, So yeah, so that was it. So the next day um, we were like, yeah, actually I think that'd be pretty cool. (laughs) And, um, and at the time, like we had, Oh, I don't know, maybe like 30 or so designers on the design team um, or maybe like 20 something, but we were, it's still like finding our structure as a company. And I didn't really have like a direct boss at the time. Like, uh, Saleo Cuervo was overlooking me and, um, I had like one-on-ones with him once a week. And, um, but other than that, I was kind of free to just do like work the way that I saw fit. And so, um, I, I just remember asking him in this one-on-one, I was like, Hey, so I want to make a video with puppets, um, for the jobs page. (laughs) I know it sounds weird, but hear me out, you know, and I gave him my whole like elevator pitch. I literally gave it to him in the elevator too, I remember. And, um, (laughs) and, uh, he was like, go for it. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. So we just like wrote a quick little script and, um, we came up with our idea and like a few little mood boards and, but I mean, it was like three sheets of paper. We showed it to the co-founders the next day and, um, they, 
Yeah, they were like, yeah, sure, do that. <laughs> oh man, that's, so, you had you had the support all around right from the beginning. That's that's super good. Yeah, and I mean, I think that it was at a time where you kind of had to create your own destiny at that company. Um, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people aren't gonna just ask you to make a puppet video. They yeah, you, you, if you had an idea, it was like up to you to see it through and to go for it. So, so then there's like the second start to this story, uh, mm. which is figuring out how to make this thing. Yeah, I was gonna say like, <laughs> it's one. It's one thing to like be like, this would be cool if we we did a puppet. Video, yeah, but like, but we they did- actually look like the people there, and they actually look like authentic Muppets. Yeah. So we wanted it to actually be real people's stories. Um, And so we figured that the best way to do it would be to interview a bunch of Dropboxers um, and actually talk to them and ask them about their favorite things um, at the office and what they like about working there. Mm. And then from those people, we just gathered a collection of voices that all sounded unique and um, a unique set of things that they liked. Uh, And so we kind of helped the, the script like built itself um, around what these people like genuinely said. And so once we had like the select group of people, um, we sent their photos to the puppet people to have their likenesses kind of made in puppet form. Um, yeah. And so the puppet thing (laughs) with the puppet thing, I, so when I was a little girl, my parents, they they did like youth group and they led like a lot of different church like vacation bible school like that kind mm-hmm. of stuff so at at one point they were doing this like church thing with a group called uh Baskin and Sunshine I think is what it was called and it was this husband and wife um who they had they like dressed up like clowns and stuff and they had puppets and all of these like funny things as a part of their routine. So they would like go to different churches and do these little performances with their puppets and stuff. And um, they had a son who was just a few years older than me. And so I remembered like meeting them and everything uh, when I was like a little girl and like really liking these puppets and stuff. <laughs> um, and so uh, fast forward about 20 years. And I was uh, with some friends and they were like, oh, our friend uh, Raymond, he's about to come meet us. And so Raymond came and met us and he looked kind of familiar, but not really. And uh, we just started talking and I kind of like immediately got onto the fact that like, oh, both of our parents were like heavy into church stuff when we were little kids. And then they're like, what do you, I was like, what do you do for a living? He was like, oh, I'm a puppeteer actually. And I was like, what? <laughs> and then I'm like, wait a minute. No way. Like, I, I had a feeling. I'm like, are you, were your parents in this Baskin sunshine thing? And wow. he's like, yes, that is them. So oh. I was like, holy crap. Because they were from California at the time. And they ended up like moving out to Georgia <laughs> where I was. So anyways, so, uh, yeah. This is cosmic. Yeah. Like so him and I knew, yeah, him and I, our parents knew each other when we were like, toddlers basically and uh and then here we are in our 20s uh and he's like this amazing puppeteer he's like traveled the world doing puppetry stuff he's just brilliant and like he builds these like huge like walking with dinosaurs was a show of like these big mechanical robot dinosaurs and so he was like the head puppeteer for that show um and a lot of shows that you see on like kids networks and stuff uh like and he's like trained with people from sesame street and from jim henson studios and like 
So he's just all about it now. Uh, and he even has his own little, um, like puppet building factory. Uh, I don't know what you would actually call it, but yeah. So him and a friend, uh, they, they build all these things. So since I had that uh, connection to Raymond, I hadn't talked to him in a few years, but I called him up and asked him if he'd be willing to make us some puppets and fly out to California and, (laughs) and shoot with us. And he did. Oh man, this is, this story gets better and better. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Incredible. But yeah, so it was it was cool because this process um, it has a lot of moving parts that you don't realize. So like, yeah, uh, a puppet needs two people sometimes, and we didn't really realize that. So he's like, oh, yeah. so he had some friends in Oakland um, who are puppeteers, and so we brought them on set too. And um, so and he was also like, yeah, we need like monitors to so that like when we're laying on the ground, um, we can see like what the camera sees. Uh, <laughs> oh, of course, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, so all this little stuff that you just don't even realize. But it was just, like, so fun. So we, like, interviewed all of the people, all the actual people. And um, we interviewed them actually with video. Like, we, we recorded oh, them right, talking. Oh, okay, right, right, yeah. Um, and so that way the puppeteers, they studied those videos of the people talking and they were actually miming and mimicking their mannerisms that wow. they actually used while they were talking. Um, so that way, like he had already rehearsed and stuff. And so then when it came time to shoot, we were playing um, the audio of that actual interview and he was like pup- puppeteering along with it, um, with, the, with the mannerisms that he remembered. It was, it, it was actually incredible. And wow. I mean, he's basically holding like a crunch or like a sit up position uh, like doing all of these things. He's like multitasking and like moving the arms around. And like the one that I have here is Justin stroking his beard. Yeah. yeah and I loved so, that because he immediately yeah. picked up on those little, little quirks that people had. <laughs> like Justin actually like he strokes his beard a lot while he's yeah, talking. While he's talking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like animation in a way. Like when, you know, you, you record like the voice first, right? And then the animators come in and animate over that. Yeah. To, to, to the voices. Um, it, it's, it still is like magic to me, the way that it's done in animation. I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't either. I don't either. But wow, this is, that's so cool. I yeah. mean, did this lead to more like video or a desire to do more video stuff and, or, and or puppets or, or, yeah. or, or, or uh, you know, was this sort of just one of those crazy things that happened and, and, uh, yeah, no, I like before this, um, I don't have a ton of my work on Dribble. I should be better about posting things. But um, like before this, when I was at Squarespace, I got to help um, shoot a Super Bowl commercial and oh, wow. um, a few <laughs> different campaign spots with them because like they didn't really need an illustrator. Um, yeah. Like we kind of figured that out after I started working there. So I was like, well, what else can I do to help? And so I started uh, like helping on some of their campaign stuff with like writing and um and video work. So I had a little bit of experience um, in that world coming into the puppet times. And I think that more <laughs> than anything, it's just like realizing that as creatives, uh, our answer isn't always in our own skill set. You know, it's not always an illustration that's going to be the best thing for that jobs page or for that mm-hmm. whatever. Sometimes it's going to have to involve other people who can create something that yeah, it's, it's just different. So I, I think I've just tried to broaden my toolbox a little bit. Mm. And I 
I love working with uh, 3D people now and photographers and um, and videographers and yeah, I just I think that like all things <laughs> creative are they they satisfy yeah. that same itch to me. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's right on. Um, yeah, it's like it's it's another way of illustrating. I mean, illustrating in a way is is uh, you know just one aspect of of conveying something, right? So makes sense i mean i hope you do more puppets videos <laughs> specifically but that's just that's just uh me being selfish there but it's, that's super cool it's I, funny you say that because um so i to take a totally new path here i um i started doing improv in oh, wow. <laughs> in san francisco and um like improv improv comedy oh wow excellent okay, yeah cool man um and so I've gotten really into it. And uh, so that's part of the reason I moved to New York is because the UCB, the Upright Citizens Brigade, they have like mm. a really great school out here for um, improv comedy and sketch writing and stuff. Wow. Yes. So I'm taking sketch writing classes and improv classes here. And um, a, a girl who's in my class, uh, she was just talking to me the other day and she was just like, I just found these great puppets at a... <laughs> at a thrift store and I've been looking for another woman to do a show with them. She was like, are you interested? And I was like, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell, let me tell you about my puppet expertise. Yeah. Wow. Like, hell yeah. So that, so we might possibly see some more puppets. Maybe. Over. Maybe. Wow. So, uh, improv comedy. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Um, that's something that, would scare the hell out of me. Everyone says do, that. And yeah. I, and yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> is it scary or, or I yeah. imagine it must be. Yeah. But it's like anything you get better at it. Um, the more mm. you do it. So yeah. like the first time I did a show, um, the way improv works is there's a stage and there are, you know, a few people standing on either side of that stage and they just take turns going into the center and, and creating scenes together. Usually two people are performing at a time. And then uh, if you see, like, while you're standing on the side, if you see something potentially funny that could happen or if you see a way that you want to build their story, you walk into the scene and you tag somebody out and then you start acting in that scene mm. with that person. Um, and so the first show that I did, I didn't walk into that stage once. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it, it, it's, it's, it's kind of awesome, though, to be, like, at this stage in my career where I've been doing what I've been doing for, like, nine years or whatever and uh to to start over it feels like uh being mm. a brand new baby junior designer again or something you know oh that's cool i yeah, yeah i can totally relate to that kind of thing like you, you, i think as as a creative person you you do get kind of restless sometimes right with um getting into a groove and and learning new things is ha is half the fun i think oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's good to mix it up <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> uh well I, I thank you so much for joining us today, Linda. And we, we learned a ton here. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Really just, just by talking about a couple pieces of your work and, and uh, <laughs> super fun. 
Yeah. I, I'm I'm not going to go to Iceland during the holidays. I think we've learned that. Yeah, the Yule cat. Um, yeah, I'm a little terrified you. of that. Unless yeah, you little. have like a brand new suit from Barney's or something, and then you're <laughs> that's right. You're oh, right. In the that's clear. right. That's right. So just make sure you wear make sure you wear new clothes if you go to Iceland. Exactly. Uh, and then we're gonna look for you like on the stage. So. Yeah. Who knows? I'm I'm just I'm gonna do it all. I'm gonna do wow. stand up so, and. Oh man, that's that's I'm so uh, I'm so impressed. And so, <laughs> what what can people uh, find you? Like, what's next for you, and where can they find you online and all that? Yeah, I think right now the best thing to follow me on is probably Twitter. Um, just at yeah. at little no no. Um, so I no no cool. Yep. So I've left I've left Bueno and I've been uh, just freelancing out here and freaking loving it. Um, oh, that's great. Yeah. So. That's what I'm up to. Awesome. Well, thanks again. And keep up the awesome work. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on stage soon. (laughs) Thank you so much, Dan. Uh, Yeah, take care. Bye-bye.